This is a Vision Australia radio podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to Talking Tech, this edition available from January the 30th, 2024. I'm Stephen Jolly, great to have you with us wherever you're listening, perhaps through Vision Australia Radio, Associated Stations of RPH Australia or the Community Radio Network. There is also the podcast to catch that. All you need to do is search for the two words, Talking Tech, and then it can all come, usually on a Tuesday afternoon, just after it's been produced. Another option is to ask your Siri device or smart speaker to play Vision Australia Radio Talking Tech Podcast. Vision Australia Radio Talking Tech Podcast. With me, someone who can explain all this tech stuff really well, Vision Australia's National Advisor on Access Technology, David Woodbridge. David, let's start by talking about the Dean Blasey device, which started from the device that came out over 30 years ago, now the 21st century version. We were talking about this last week, the BT Blasey Technology Speak. So as we talked about last week, uh, there's two versions of it. So it's the BT Speak, which is the basic version, and there's the BT Speak Pro, which by the sound of it, yes, is the more professional, the pro version. Uh, and just as a reminder, the pro version has everything in it that the BT Speak does, plus a little bit more. And I was sort of speculating last week about the price, and I've actually ordered one of these, and of course, me being me, I ordered the Pro version. Now, what I sort of forgot in the back of my mind was when I looked at the website to confirm the prices, the BT Speak, the basic version, the note taker, was 795 US. Uh, the Pro version was 1195 US. And I thought, oh, well, you know, that's not too bad. But when it came to ordering it and getting it shipped to Australia, the shipping cost was actually $200 US. And given our current exchange rate, that ended up being just slightly over $2,100. So what I might suggest people might want to do is exactly what they're going to do with the Vision Pro. Let's let these uh, first people that like to use, you know, get their hands on the first technology. So the Vision Pro, we're going to have a couple of months of looking at what the US people think about it. Well, when the BT Speak and the BT Speak Pro starts selling direct properly in March 1, uh, then people like me and lots of other people that have always wanted a modern day Braille and Speak will have pre-ordered, we'll get our hands on it, and I'm certainly going to do lots of different types of audio demos. And uh, you can base your decision based on that. But if you're not a diehard Braille and Speak user and you just want a modern version of it, um, maybe just sit back a little bit and don't get too caught up in the hype and see what it's all about. Last week, we went through a number of items that are available from the Vision Store of mm. Vision Australia that, that might be of help to people uh, at the uh, workplace or in study. One area we didn't get around to, but to be good to cover, is keyboards. That's right. So there's lots of different types of keyboards around. And of course, if we just break them down into the basic ones, you've literally got a, a wired keyboard and then a, basically a Bluetooth keyboard. And there's different varieties of that as well. But what my main thing to remind people about is it's all well good in having a Bluetooth keyboard that you connect to your smartphone or your computer. 
but if that keyboard goes flat because they're normally battery operated um, then you need an alternative either another bluetooth keyboard or you buy yourself a very cheap basic usb keyboard and yes you can convert them to usb c with an adapter which means you can then just plug them in and they literally run if you like off the power off the, the computer that you're using them on now it just so happens that Vision Australia sells quite a few of these large print keyboards. So they're standard keyboards with larger characters on them. So the, the different versions of them, there's a black and white one, a white on black and a yellow on black. And they only cost about $19. Now when you consider that most Bluetooth keyboards probably start at about $70 or $80 and go up, having a backup keyboard for $19 is a really good idea. So. And if you're not a low vision person like I am, uh, it's always a good idea to have a backup wired USB keyboard. And I've always said to my wife as well, because she uses a magic trackpad, which is of course Bluetooth again. Uh, we've also got a cable, of course, lightning base that plugs that um, trackpad into the back of the Mac as well. Um, although that one's a little bit different because it's got a built-in battery, but it gets the charge off the off the Mac. So just be aware that there are benefits of having not only a Bluetooth keyboard, but a wide one as well. Might be a good time this week to talk about some of the hardware devices that you have that uh, are probably not available through the Vision Store of Vision Australia, but uh, they mm. can located around the place. Uh, let's start with tags. You've got two kinds of tags. That's uh, ways of identifying where objects are. That's right. And the reason why I've got two is because the, the famous one, of course, is everybody knows about the air tags where you put them in a little holder and you attach that holder to your keys, your baggage or in your purse and that sort of stuff. So that's all well and good if you've got an iOS thing such as an iPhone, an iPad or a Mac. Now, if you don't have that and you've got an Android system of some sort, um, then the toll tag is another one where uh, it actually has a little hole drilled into the actual toll tag itself so you can tag it straight to a key ring or a lanyard and everything else not only does it work on android but it's also ios plus the fact it does something that the air tags don't do and that is you can hold a little button down on the toll tag and it plays a little tune on your android smartphone or your iphone so you can find out where you put down your iphone so that's really nifty so that's something that the air tags don't do so how do you identify other objects with it? What does it indicate to you if you're trying to find out where the device is, like a, a case or a bag or something? So the way it works with any air tag or tile tag, you have a tile tag or an air tag per item, and then in your tile app or your Find My app on your iPhone, each one of those tags is labelled. So I've got things like David's keys, David's cane, and then you play the appropriate sound of whatever t air tag or toll tag you're choosing. The the actual air tag makes the sound. It does. Okay, so that's tags. Mm. Let's talk now about the gaming headset that you've got, the Steel Series. So this one's been around for several years now. So the one that I've got is called the Steel Series Three gaming headset. Effectively, what it gives you is two sound cards one for chat so audio and mic and one just for sound output so what i can do on my mac and my pc is say assign zoom to the sound card that supports both sound and mic 
and the other one to voiceover. So at any stage during what I'm doing on my computer, I can turn one sound card up or down and vice versa. Quite handy. Mm. You've also got a Bluetooth transmitter. So these come in really handy when the device that you're using doesn't allow Bluetooth transmission. So normally we're thinking about things that only have a 3.5mm headphone jack and that's about it, or maybe an internal speaker. So you literally plug this 3.5mm Bluetooth transmitter into the headphone jack. It then transmits and then you connect your headphones, whether they're you know, aftershocks, whatever else they might be, to that Bluetooth transmitter. So effective when you're playing audio out of the non-Bluetooth device, because you've got the transmitter plugged into the headphone jack, it turns it into a Bluetooth transmitting device so that you can use your headset with it. Now let's uh, talk about your Zoom PodTrack P4. You've had that for a little while. I have. I'm going to say I've almost had this for about four or five years now. And the reason why I like about it is because it's small, it's easy to use, and because I use a number of different devices, I've got them all running into the PodTrack. So normally I've got my two mics plugged in, I've got my PC on my Mac plugged in, and I've got my either my iPhone or my iPad plugged in. So it literally means that I can just use one device for switching between a few devices that are plugged into it. And it's just nice having this external unit that I can get better recording out of, if you like. Yeah, and it's very small, isn't it? It is very small. It's not tiny, tiny, um, but you certainly can fit it in like a little over-the-shoulder tech bag, and it doesn't take up much room at all. Is it very expensive? Pretty around about $300. Let's talk USB now. You've got a USB sound card, and do you still use it? I do, mainly on poor old Windows, because for some reason or another, sometimes the sound card slash software on my Windows Surface Pro tends to go into nowhere land and as soon as I plug in my little external USB sound card uh, Windows goes oh hello I know what to do with that sound device I'll start playing audio through it so of course as soon as I plug in a a little mic and a, a headset into the 3.5mm headphone jack I've got speech back via my screen reader whether it's NVDA, Narrator or JAWS. So it's just a bit of a backup that if the sound goes on my Windows computer, I've always got that as an alternative. Tell us about your USB-C port hub. So the port hub is when you're using a computer that may not have enough ports on it. So you might only have one or two USB-C ports or you may not have like an SD card or a micro SD card slot and so on. So what these port hubs do is they give you a number of these different types of ports and the only thing you have to plug into the computer is just one cable. So they're pretty little amazing cheap devices. Mm. And uh, you've got a USB hard drive. It's a USB-C one. This one's a USB, but I do have an adapter that converts it from USB to USB-C. And the reason why I mentioned this was because I always get worried. Like, I mean, I store my stuff in the cloud, which like most people do. But there's something, there's something about having a physical medium that you can actually physically touch and look at that you know you've got your backups on as well. Now, it was some years ago when the HomePods came out from Apple that you got hold of a couple. You still use them? 
I do. So people might remember the big ones. So the original HomePod, I've got about four of those. Um, when they updated to the new full-size HomePod 2, I didn't bother. But I also have several HomePod minis hanging around the house. And because primarily my house is an Apple house, it fits in very nicely. So, you know, if you happen to be a Google or an Amazon type household, then remember you can also get uh, Google Smart Speakers and of course the Amazon Echo Ranger speakers as well. And for such a small speaker, they're pretty good quality, aren't they? They are. So I've got quite a number of Echo Dots. I've got a few Google Minis or Nest Minis as they're called these days. And even the HomePod Minis, they actually really do have good sounding stuff. So... You know, the days of wanting to use a, an Echo Studio or a full-size HomePod or a full-size Nest, a full-size Nest Max Hub, I think it's pretty much gone by the wayside because a lot of these speakers now, um, yes, the speakers are tiny, but they produce some really great sound. Yeah, very good. Um, so have you got advice for people that... Uh, are wanting to, to really find out what's what's available. Like you can start with the Vision Store with lots of technology. And what about other things, like what you've been talking about here? Yeah, well, you can always contact the AT Help Desk at Vision Australia, and that's, of course, main, via the main 1300 847 466 number. And 1300 847 466, yep. Correct. And that the people on that Help Desk are all techie people like I am. And, you know, they've probably got different devices than to what I've got, but very similar. So it's, you know, it's one benefit is you're getting different opinions about different hardware. And they can certainly point you in, in other directions as well. Or if you need more of an assessment to find out what you really need at home, study or work, then you can arrange an assessment with one of the technology consultants directly. Very good. Before we go, a reminder of where there are details of what we've been talking about in this and previous editions of the program. You can always check out my blog site, which is davidwoodbr.podbean.com. davidwoodbr.podbean.com. To write to the program? You can write to me at Vision Australia, where I work, which is david.woodbridge, how it sounds, at visionaustralia.org. David.woodbridge at visionaustralia.org. This has been Talking Tech. With me has been Vision Australia's National Advisor on Access Technology, David Woodbridge. I'm Stephen Jolly. Take care. We'll talk more tech next week. See you. Thanks for listening to this Vision Australia radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Visit varadio.org for more. Vision Australia Radio. Blindness. Low vision. Opportunity.